What's good? It's Ilion, the host of this podcast. And um, really just wanted to jump on here to give a praise report to the Lord. I definitely don't do that enough. And um, a lot has changed in a week. Uh, Definitely received a solution to my vehicle situation, which I'm extremely thankful for. And um, I also look at it as a sign that um, that good things are ahead. You know, I know that um, a lot of the Bible seems like doom and gloom and a lot of the prophecy is doom and gloom. But that really is, I think, more so really for those who are not living in obedience to the Lord, you know. Um, if we're doing what the Lord wants, we're in unity with him, you know, and we're, we're working on ourselves every day. And I think for me, my main focus with this podcast is the name of the the podcast, which is redesigning destiny. And I'm trying to realign, really realign my destiny to God's plan for my life. So, yeah, um, my whole goal is, like I said, it's just to realign to the plans that God has for me in my life and to just continue staying in his word and learning. And that's really what this podcast is. I mean, I post things that I that I listen to every day, things that I'm that I'm researching for myself things and that's the holy spirit speaks to me through a lot of these episodes that i pose but it also speaks to different people as well you know and i feel like you know mankind humans in general like we we should really focus on matthew and you know the book of matthew is so powerful he was just so diligent and tedious because of his occupation, you know, and, um, and I don't know, like, I just, you know, I'm on Matthew, like, I just listened to the Bible on loop pretty much, and, uh, just went through, like, Amos and Malachi and, you know, I just, there's just so much truth in the Bible, and um, so I just start my day off with that. And ironically today, <laughs> um, like I woke up praying and then I also pray when I when I get into the shower as well. TMI, I know, but um, I wanted to listen to praise and worship, but I really like praise and worship instrumentals. And so I said, you know, I told Alexa and I know there's controversy with Alexa and, you know, her recording and things like that, but. Um, you know, I, I, I have a diligent routine, so there's really nothing to record unless it's stuff about Jesus. So, um, you know, that's probably only going to help whoever's monitoring it, you know, but anyway, I said, you know, actually I said play ambient chill step music because that's what I normally listen to because it's just relaxing, it's therapeutic, and I don't know, I just really enjoy um, music, instruments, instrumentation without 
um, vocals, you know. And I have, I got friends and people, they'll send me like Christian rap. And I'm like, man, I don't listen to rap, period. Like, the only time I'm listening to Christian rap is if I'm making a song. Other than that, I just don't listen to it. I don't, I don't know. I just don't get into it anymore, you know. And um, when I was a kid, before I became a rapper, I listened to a lot of rap, you know what I mean? And when I was learning how to rap, I listened to a lot of rap. But a lot of it's just pollution, you know. And I just, I'd rather just create my own music. And time is of the essence. So the time that I could take to listen to a song, um, I could have been in the Word listening to the Bible, thinking of a new song to reach a new, a new audience, a, a new, a new listener. You know. So I really take that seriously. Like I really do take the time that I have here seriously. And I am very appreciative of the micro moments, you know what I mean? And so I really don't want to, I really don't like engaging the conversation with people too long. I really don't like um, being pulled away from the Lord too long, you know? So I know some people may get offended by that. Um, even my buddy, he called me yesterday. And he, I'm like, man, it was three hours he had me on the phone. And so I was counting, you know, when it was getting close to that three-hour mark. And I'm like, look, man, because I told him many times before, you know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't spoken like a week or whatever. So I know he was trying to catch up. But I tried to tell him, like, look, man, if we get on the phone, we need to jump straight into prayer. And we need to just be concise and, like, quick with what we need to talk about so I can get off. Because I don't want to be away from the Lord too long, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I know that God doesn't even like me being away from him too long. And I can sense it in the spirit, you know, like you're spending too much time speaking with this person. Like we need to get to the bottom of it. We need to figure out what's, uh, you know, what's, what's the motive here? What's the objective? Sorry. There's always people, there's all kinds of craziness that happens when I do, do these episodes. Hold on one second. So, um, yeah, I'm just, um, and you know, I'm not saying anything that he doesn't already know that we haven't already talked about. It's just that, uh, you know, um, he's loquacious, you know, uh, which I think is like garrulous or, you know, he's talkative and that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, I like that. You know what I mean? That he's excited to talk to me. We go back like 30 years, you know what I mean? So we went... <laughs> We was in middle school together, you know what I mean? This is my brother, you know what I mean? Like, really. And ultimately, he wants to get baptized, so I'm happy about that. And he wants me to baptize him, which is such an honor. And not only does he want me to baptize him, but he wants me to baptize his wife and his children. So I'm really excited about that, you know, and honored that he would even, you know, <laughs> ask me to do that for him. And it'll be my first time baptizing which I didn't really know how to feel about it, but I've seen other people that came to Christ and within the same year of coming to Christ, they were baptizing people, you know, that quickly. So um, it's been a pro process for me, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, I'm excited to do it, you know, and happy to uh, that he chose me to to do that for his family you know i mean it really shows a lot to me of you know how he looks at me which is pretty cool you know 
and we've had our ups and downs, you know, and uh, had good and bad moments in our friendship. So he's actually coming out here today, you know, and he's making a long drive out here, you know. So I'm excited about that. Um, but one thing I did want to address real quick is some people that reach out to me from this podcast, they ask me, you know, after they speak to me a little bit, are you, are you the one that, do you, are you, do you post all those episodes? <laughs> yeah. Everything that's been on this podcast, I posted it. So, um, but yeah, I'm definitely still having issues with finances a big time and finding another job has been really difficult. It's just crazy. Like at this point, it's just like, I don't even know if it's the enemy or if it's God, but at the end of the day, I know God's in charge. So, um, you know, I'm definitely trying not to complain or anything like that, but it just really sucks just not having that uh, security of knowing that you're making this going to have a set amount of money that you're going to be earning every week uh, because obviously we all got bills and how can you, you know, plan for things, you know what I mean? Plan to be able to do to pay certain bills and do certain things. Um, I mean, things just like eating and, and just other things that you need money for, you know, gas, rent, and insurance, things like that. And, you know, I'm definitely completely freestyling my life. You know what I mean? And it's frustrating because I want structure. You know, I want some solidarity. Like, I want to know, like, things are... You want security. You want job security. You know what I mean? And it's frustrating, you know? So, I'm I, obviously, I'm always thinking about the rapture, but... You just got so many um, non-believers in a pre-tribulation rapture. Believers in Christ, but non-believers in, in a pre-tribulation rapture to the point where they're, they're a little bit vicious. You know, they're like, how do these Christians think that they're better than Christ? If he had to suffer and go on the cross, what makes them think that they're, they're not going to have to go through the tribulation? So I just see, I see some of these things and I'm just like... First and foremost, how do they know when anybody else is thinking, right? It's what they're thinking, you know what I mean? And it's more likely it's them to demonic thinking, demons putting these thoughts in their head, which which goes into a little bit of jealousy, right? <clears throat> because they're aware of their own sinful nature, you know? But I don't think it's that, you know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I literally just go off of scripture and... Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego did not think that they were better than anybody else. They just knew that they were being obedient to the Lord, to the death. They had a death sentence. And I'm probably sure somewhere in their heart they was hoping that God would rescue them, that God would take care of them. But if he didn't, it didn't matter. They were going to be obedient to the death. And that's, that's how I approach the whole pre-tribulation rapture thing. You know what I mean? I'm hopeful, I'm hoping for a pre-tribulation rapture, but if it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean that um, I'm not going to be a believer, that I'm not going to be a follower 
you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't mean that. So it's it's interesting to see um, people who label themselves as believers or Christians who use the excuse that, well, you know, they go from that, then they'll go to, and it could be a different person, but you know, there's another group that's that's like, well. I'm just afraid, you know, I, I got their best interest in mind and I'm just afraid that, you know, they're, that if the, if the, if the pre-tribulation rapture doesn't happen for them, they're not going to be able to go through the tribulation. Who, who in a right mind is really going to be, think that they're going to make it through the great tribulation? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like who, then, then it goes back to them thinking that they're better than the Christians, right? Because... <laughs> Now they're thinking, because they don't believe in the pre-tribulation rapture, that there's some type of, you know, they're, they're more durable, that they're, they're, they're able to endure the tribulation, to the, they're able to endure to the end, to the second coming of, of Christ, that they're able to endure that. And the, the ones that are, are believing in the pre-tribulation rapture are not. And so now they're, they're placing this judgment, this opinion, their perspective, that they seem to think that they know this group of people, the, the pre-tribbers, are not going to have what it takes to make it to the end of the tribulation where they believe that they will. So, I don't know. I really try not to get caught up in any of that. Like, I think it's just petty and immature to even get pulled into it even though we can all get pulled into it like I'm definitely not exempt from that I definitely get pulled into it from time to time but I try to, to be cautious not to not to get pulled into it you know what I mean but they're all triggers from the enemy the, the enemy is working heavily right now like, I couldn't tell you how many weird things have been happening around me just today since I was driving down the street a car smacked into a parked car like right in front of me you know, and I just, I just feel like these demons, they're so thirsty to get at me and they, I know how they work now. You know what I mean? Like I know they're trying to get at me. So they're just so thirsty to get at me, you know, and they're jumping through any and everyone they can. Like people are hitting me up out of the blue. People are hitting me up out of nowhere. And that's how the enemy works. Like he tries to send whoever he can to knock you off your path, especially if you're starting to make some progression with the Lord, you know what I mean? Like if you're starting to overcome these, these flaws that you've had in your walk, if you start to overcome these sinful things that you used to do, now you're starting to catch on to it. You're starting to connect the dots. You're starting to overcome these things. You're not perfect. None of us are, but we're starting to we're starting to make these corrections. And that's where the, the enemy gets scared. Because now he's starting to see that you're waking up. You're starting to connect the dots. You're starting to make these, these corrections that were opening doors, that were creating legalities for demonic attacks, which is basically giving them power, right? Like their whole thing is to deceive and trick us into giving them the power that the Lord has given us, you know, to relinquishing our authority over to them in some aspect, you know, and, uh, you know, I made a move out of desperation because I have to pay my bills. You know what I mean? And if I'm not having any luck in getting a job, you know what I'm saying? 
And some things have kind of opened up a little bit, like, I, and it came all at once. So I did get some responses to my resume, you know what I mean? But they all came at me at the same time, like three or four at the same time, which I knew was demonic because I know how the enemy works. He tries to overpower you, he tries to hit you up with a gang attack, you know what I mean? And that's what happened. I got hit with like three or four different responses and they all were impatient. Respond to us, respond to us, respond to us right now. You need to respond, you need to do this right now. And it's just like, no, I have to work. I gotta pay my bills. And then I need to sit back and pray and I need to ask the Lord, which one of these positions should I should I go forth with? And some of these positions are not good positions for me because of the atmosphere. You know what I mean? It isn't just the pay. Some of the pay is good. Some of the pay isn't good. You know what I mean? Now, there's one position that I'm I'm hoping I get, and that one almost got messed up by another position. So I tried to accept one position. I accepted one position, and that one messed up another opportunity that I felt was the one that's, that's really for me. So I had to reschedule, and that didn't look good, you know. Which set back that, and that's how that's what the enemy's doing. He's just, just constantly trying to cause problems. And all I, all I could do is be patient and let the Lord do what He does and reveal to me, you know, in due time, reveal to me, you know, what's the correct path to take. And and God is calm, you know, He's not going to rush you. The enemy's trying to rush you. So anything that I'm I'm I feel like I'm getting rushed or you're trying to pressure me into something, you're going to get the opposite. You know what I mean? And even when I made this move with my vehicle situation, I, I kind of did feel like the Lord was talking to me, like actually for like a week, you know, and I wasn't acting on it. And then one day I got pulled into this certain area, which last year I, I received an offer. You know what I mean? And so... Once I was in this area, I still went against what I was feeling, you know, was feeling where I felt like the Lord was trying to bring me to. You know what I mean? And uh, so I resisted that and I went somewhere else because I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to go there because it's out of my league. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Nothing's going to manifest for me there. You know, let me go where I know for sure something will manifest for me, you know. And I went there and was completely ignored. Like nobody came to try to help me or anything. So then I went with um, the first choice. And that's one thing I'm noticing with the Lord. It's like a lot of times that first thought is the correct thought. It's when we second guess and second doubt that, which we do all the time. That kind of gets us into trouble, you know. And it's it's always that quiet, soft voice, you know. So I went there, and it wasn't looking good. So I wanted to leave. And then I, I spoke with someone else. And I still wasn't feeling it, and it still wasn't looking good. So I was going to try to make, make a dash for it. And then right when I was about to leave... Something opened up, man, and I got blessed. And, um, you know, I still was a little bit uneasy, but it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't 
an uneasiness to where I felt like it was the enemy. It was like an uneasiness where I was like second guessing again. You know what I mean? So instead of just and, and once I got once I realized like I was kind of second guessing it, I was just like, you know what? I really don't have an option. You know what I mean? Like I'm kind of I'm kind of got my back against the wall here. You know what I'm saying? So basically, I know I'm not really being too direct with things, and it's because there's a lot of people that want to hurt me, you know what I mean? So the information that I give out, people are really trying to use that against me. I'm no, I'm getting a lot of attacks, you know, because there are people that are not good that are listening to this podcast, people that are trying to destroy me that are listening to this podcast, and people that are trying to get information on me that's listening to this podcast. And they're never, they're never going to come out and act like they're bad. They're always going to come acting like they're good. You know what I mean? And so, and I don't talk to them. You know, some of them I don't talk to. Some of them do reach out to me. You know what I mean? And um, whatever it is, that's between them and the Lord. And I'm not worried about it because God is in control. So, yeah, I'm not really tripping, but... I still want to be a little bit private and guard myself in, in, in a sense. And honestly, there was a cop following me home the other night, you know, and I knew he was following me. And so I pulled over like real quick, you know, and I pulled over so quick to where he couldn't catch me in time. You know what I mean? Like I pulled over so quick that by the time he caught it, he pretty much stopped right next to me. But he didn't stop completely. It was like a rolling stop. You know what I mean? But I ain't even look at him. You know what I mean? He don't deserve he don't deserve my recognition. You know what I mean? And so he kept driving ahead of me. And I'm like, man, I'm going to just sit here until he gone. So then he turned on the, on the next street. But once he was up the street, probably about halfway before he got to the intersection, you know, I resumed. I resumed driving. You know, to to get well, to get to my crib. You know what I mean. And um, the first day that the Lord blessed me, which was only like three or four days ago, um, the helicopters were circling my apartment, real low, hovering right around my apartment. So I already knew that the enemy was mad about this, and I was happy that the Lord came through and blessed me because I knew what I've been praying for for three or four months. And what's crazy is what I was praying for, he blessed me way, he blessed me way, way more than what I thought was going to happen. And that's how he works sometimes. You know what I mean? Like he over blessed me, you know, he over blessed me. And, you know, I don't know like what the, 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 the vehicle situation that I had before, if the enemy was doing something, but I definitely feel like the enemy was doing something, whether it was government agents or whatever. Um, I couldn't tell you there was a couple times where I was driving and when I came out and I see someone getting their car, you know what I mean? And they looking at me, just the vibes, right? And then I hear something clinking and clanking underneath my car. And then I start driving and something falls off my car. You know, and it made me think somebody tried to put someone's trying to mess with my car. Someone tried to put something on my car. Someone was trying to like break something on my car or they were trying to attach a tracking device or something on my vehicle, which is silly because they track us through our phones anyway. You know what I mean? But they was definitely messing with my vehicle for sure. And, um, 
you know, as soon as I drove away, it fell off. And that's happened a handful of times, you know, that I that I can count. So I knew something I knew something was up. But um but yeah, it's just a lot of pressure. You know, every day I'm just dealing with the pressure, which that's really what tribulation is. It's it's pressure. You know. And um Yeah, I'm definitely getting ganged up all day, every day. People following me, people just crazy pressure, you know what I mean? Pressure just from strangers, just random people, all kinds of just stuff happening, you know what I mean? People that, even be, even people that I'm cool with will do it to me. And that's how I know people are controlled by spirits. That's how I know people are controlled by spirits. Because it could be people I've, I've been cool with, we had good conversations, and then they do something real negative. And it's like, they do something careless, negative, without any concern, complete disregard for, for me or my safety, and they don't they don't blink twice about it. They don't they don't think twice about it either. You know what I'm saying? It's just like whatever. It's all about them. Like everybody's so self-motivated and selfish. And all I could do is pray for them. I can't get mad at them. You know, I can't have a judgment towards them. All I could do is pray for them. God bless them. And, and, and these people, like some of them, I know that they're not Christians. Some of them, I know that they're Muslims. You know what I mean? Or they're just non-believers, you know? So it's a lot going on right now, like with spiritual warfare. And, um, and so I don't really see myself posting a lot of episodes where I'm personally talking or engaging. Because right now, it's, it's kind of time to just lace up the boots you know, close, close the helmet and, uh, and, and tighten up the armor and, and just prepare for battle. So I'm, I'm finna just go into straight battle mode. Like after I do this baptism today, like I'm actually going to be cutting off a lot of friends, meaning I'm just probably not going to engage with them as much as I did before. I just feel like that's what the Lord's calling me to do. Everybody knows my position. You know what I'm saying? So I really don't care at this point because they know me enough to know that I'm serious about my walk with the Lord. If they're not taking their walk with the Lord serious, then that's on them. And, you know, I, as much as I do care for them, I kind of got to get to the mode where, like, it's between them and the Lord. It's not that I don't care because I do care, but it's just it's just to the point where it's really on them. Like, it really is on them. Like, you're going to be judged by the Lord by yourself. You know what I mean? You can't be pointing fingers or nothing. And it's just like that episode I posted earlier about the fact that, um, what was it saying? It was saying something like um, um, how what happened with Adam and Eve in the garden. Like, God didn't let them redo that. You know what I mean? Like, he fully held them accountable for their actions. So that kind of sets the precedence for what's everything, everything that's going on in our lives. Like, we're definitely going to be held accountable for everything that we do. And so, I don't know about you. If you don't want to keep short accounts with the Lord, you don't want to ask Him for forgiveness every time you mess up, that's between you and Him. But, you know, if I was married, you know, and I messed up and I, I did something to upset my wife or I did something that would... uh make her feel bad or hurt her feelings or if I would disobey her wishes you know what I mean and I'm just like well I'm married I'm good 
that's not going to cut it. That ain't going to cut it with a woman. You know what I mean? And, you know, maybe a man might have a little bit more thicker skin or whatever, but women, you know, they're, you know, I, at least I know from my, my, the relationship that I had, I actually think I saw my ex-wife today too, ironically, but, um, she was wearing a hijab, you know, she was looking at her phone, but, um, but yeah, so anyway, um, She, you know, there was times where I noticed that she was very thoughtful and compassionate and thinking about my feelings, you know, and how I would feel about something. But there was times where she wasn't like that at all. You know, she completely disregarded my feelings, did whatever she wanted to do. She didn't have a care in the world, very selfish and self-absorbed. But there were other times where she wasn't like that. You know what I mean? Like, if she, I don't know, for example, maybe she made dinner one time and she knew I didn't like something and she liked it, and she would make sure that she didn't, you know what I mean, make that for me or put that on my plate or something, you know. Man, this weather is crazy. This is so windy today. Started off snowing a little bit. It's just, and work has just been so slow that it's just really frustrating. Because now I got like a week to come up with all these these bills. But I'm not complaining. I'm just blessed and tired, like Pastor Sandy Armstrong says. And, uh, where am I going? But, um, but yeah, I mean, we just want to be thoughtful and considerate of the Lord's feelings because we are in a relationship with him, you know? And um, we want to be obedient, you know. We, we want to exhibit the fruits of the, the Holy Spirit, you know. Meekness, you know, joy, kindness, all of those things, you know. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about was the whole gentrification of neighborhoods, right? Like, what do you think that really is about? It's strategic implementation of putting people that obviously don't have a relationship with the creator like they may believe they have or maybe they don't even care if they have. You know what I mean? But it there's, there's just a war going on, you know? And it is pretty obvious. Like, I don't know how much longer it's going to... Obviously... The devil going to keep doing what he's doing. And it seems like God is allowing it to wake us up, to wake up people who are asleep. You know what I'm saying? And I have co-workers that, you know, are transgender and homosexual. And, you know, I'm nice and courteous to them because I'm not a judge. You know what I mean? Like, I love all my brothers and sisters. I really don't care what their sexual orientation is. But... I do care that they could possibly go to hell, you know what I mean, by living, uh, by, by, I don't know how to say it, I guess by allowing the desire, the, the carnal desires of the flesh 
to dictate the way that they live their life, you know? Um, because in the end, we don't take anything with us, not even these physical bodies. Like, this returns to the earth. So, these are just vehicles for our, for us, for our soul to have this experience here, this training. Uh, and, um, you know, we're all, we're all going through training and testing. Training and testing is what this whole experience is, you know. And when I try to look at things from the Lord's perspective, it really is a perfect plan. And I know there's times where I haven't really felt that way, but I knew I was under demonic oppression, you know. Like some of the, the episodes that I posted, like this, the episode today um, with all the, the, the religion roundtable meeting, I guess, where there was representatives from each religion, from Hinduism, Satanism, Islam, Christianity. Um, there's, there's things that I noticed there that some of the Satanists were saying that I've caught myself saying. Like, why would God do this? And God's powerful. He could just make sure that everybody knows the truth. And But now, since I'm looking at it from an outside perspective and I'm not obviously under a demonic attack and I have like level headed thinking now I'm like wow that was that wasn't me that was demonic oppression I was under demonic attack you know and no one is exempt from it you know what I mean like we just like we get dirty every day we could pick up demons every day you know hear no evil see no evil speak no evil so it's like those are doorways and portals for demonic entry and there, these demons are always setting traps to try to get us to open the door because it's an invitation. That's like they tell, they. you ever heard what someone says, um, oh, well, you bought it, so you co-signed that, you co-signed that, right? Like, by you buying this product, you're co-signing the, the selling of cockroaches and Tropicana. You know what I mean? That's the first thing that comes to mind, but, uh, or by you buying simply product simply lemonade or simply orange juice you're co-signing and contributing to the behavior of them putting pesticides in the orange juice and the fruit juices you're co-signing that because you purchased it now whether you knew what the ingredients were whether you took the time to look up what the ingredients were that's neither here or there if you if you get arrested for jaywalking and you didn't know it was illegal to jaywalk in that area the judge doesn't care because you committed the crime so that's just kind of like what we're dealing with here. Like, it doesn't seem fair, you know? And I, I remember saying that, I say that to the Lord a lot, you know? Especially when I'm having a bad day or a bad moment. I express that to the Lord a lot, you know? And what a lot of people don't see is every time that I go to the Lord and ask for forgiveness. Sometimes I do post a prayer on here asking for forgiveness so people can see that, but... I'm just not really um, in a space where I feel like I need to show the world every every minute detail to my relationship with the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Like most of the time I'm in a state of learning and in a state of researching and studying. Like I'm a researcher, you know, and because I haven't really had time to set up a, a, a like, I haven't had time to continue my workout routine. 
haven't had time to really set aside to focus on my book, to my books, to, to record in the audio books for the last three books that I wrote, to finish writing the, the seventh book that I'm, I started working on. I'm only on the first chapter. So everything's been disrupted this year. You know what I mean? Like the past four months have just been hell for me, torturous, you know? And finally, you know, with this blessing that I received this past week, it, it's like, lets me know, like, you know, things are starting to, to get organized a bit. You know, things are starting to come together a little bit. You know what I mean? So, you know, that, that three or four months right there, that was a season, you know? What do we look at as a season? It's three months, right? So... I was just glad to be coming out of that season, you know. So I'm hoping next month is better for me. Next month we could be in heaven, you know. I'm, I'm a pre-tripper, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, no one is going to shake that childlike faith that I have, you know. I have a childlike faith that my Lord and Savior is going to rescue me. Sorry. Sorry if that upsets other Christians or non-believers. I don't care just don't you know I'm just trying to make sure that I'm doing what the Lord wants me to do as much as I could catch on to his nudges his hints you know his suggestions because at the end of the day we have free will you know but he wants us to cooperate because it's only for our good in the end you know what I mean like he's looking out for our best interest like that's the whole reason he created us like he wants to us to be one big happy family, you know, and I, I want that too, you know, I don't want, I don't want no more negative experiences. Now I know like all these negative things shaped me to who I am today. I was speaking to, uh, one of my friends, uh, David, David, and, um, he works at a, a, a Mexican restaurant so I was over there getting some tacos yesterday, actually. And I, I really don't have time to talk because I'm always busy. I'm always on the go. And I really wanted to sit down and talk to him, but he was working too. And I had to cut it short, unfortunately. But what we did get out of it was that, you know, I was telling him how, like, the bad things that we go through shape us to who we are today. And he said, well, you know, to add on to it, the bad things that we go through can help us to help others go through what go through what we already went through. And that was powerful for me. You know what I mean? But in that aspect, we also have to be gentle. You know, we can't be walking around like we know it all. You know, like, yeah, I've been through that and you need to do this and you need to do that. Or, you know, because this happened to me, you know insinuating that that could happen to you. We have to be careful of that, you know what I mean? Um, I actually just went through that the other day with my friend, and really I was trying to build him up and edify him, you know what I mean, that I was just telling him, basically just trying to let him know, like, you know, don't get discouraged if the Lord doesn't answer your prayers when you want him to. That's pretty much where I was going at it, you know? I'm like, because the Lord doesn't always do that, you know what I mean? He's like, nah, 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 man, don't say that. He, the, as long as I, my 44 years I've been alive, he, he's, he never let me down once. He's always came through. 
So I'll try to reword it a couple different ways to let them know, like, I wasn't trying to, you know, complain against the Lord or anything like that, that I was actually trying to edify him and build him up. And just to let them know that sometimes, you know, God is teaching us, you know, God is um, training us, you know, he's trying to build us up and um, to not be basically let him know not to be discouraged if God doesn't answer his prayers how he wants to or whatever you know and he was just like well i'm not a complainer you know like you and i'm like well you know i'll take that because i do complain a lot and i was like but you also have to understand like i don't have anybody to talk to you know what i mean like i talk to god so maybe i'm interpreted as complaining but really i you know i'm really just talking to god you know if i had a bad day and I got off when I got off work and I, I come home to my wife, I might be venting to her about, you know, how bad my day was. And obviously I'm looking for her to build me up, you know, to encourage me to keep going, to to motivate me that, that things will be okay, you know. And I, I grew up without a mother, you know what I mean? So I did kind of rely on that positive encouragement from my wife, you know. So I had to tell him, like, hey, man, you got a mom. And he was like, yeah, I got a mom. I don't. I never had a mother. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I had a mother, but she was, you know, my dad took me from her, so I never grew up with a mother. Now, he had random girlfriends, but they never really uh, took on that mother role for me. You know what I mean? So it's different for everybody. You know what I mean? So, um... I'm sure he's had conversations with his, with his mother where it seems like he's complaining that he wants to give up. And I mean, he's had conversations with me, you know? So I just think sometimes we don't, we don't always notice our own flaws. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we just don't notice it. And sometimes it's hard to get people to, to look at themselves. But I know that when I'm weak, I'm made strong through Christ. You know what I mean? Um, I must decrease so the Lord must increase. None of us are perfect. You know, none of us are. You know, so. But, yeah, sometimes it, it kind of rubs you the wrong way when people are pointing out your flaws. Because I really try to focus on my flaws every day and focus on all of the areas that I need to improve. I know I'm not perfect. And so, you know, when I talk to people and they, they, they poke me and, and knock me down, I let them do it. I take it, you know what I mean? But then I, I don't really want to be on the phone with them too long or be around them too long if they're just focused on, you know, pointing out my flaws, you know, because they have flaws as well, you know? And, um, and uh, yeah, you know, and you don't, and I don't want to, I don't want to point out other people's flaws, you know what I mean? Because people get defensive, you know, and that guard comes up, you know, and it's hard to minister to somebody if you're condemning them, you know, so I just try to be accepting, you know, but, you know, I just think humans have a habit of doing that because, you know, we're not in the mirror all day. It's not like we're looking at ourselves, you know, we put the mirror in front of us. I'm sure we'll start to notice a lot of things. You know, I was just looking in the mirror today and I was just like, hey, I got to shave. You know what I mean? Looking, looking a little scruffy out here, you know? Got to do a little uh, man manicure. I don't know what it's called. You know, I don't know what it is. Manscaping. I don't know. Actually, that's my bad. I think that's 
I think that's something else, but whatever. You know what I mean? Like, um, introspection, self-reflection, self-analysis, um, in the Bible is what I feel like is going to help us to be better examples of Christ, you know, to, to be better role models, so to speak, for Christians, you know. Man, I have no clue where I'm at, where I'm going, where am I going? Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm not perfect, I'm dirt, so, you know, for people that want to point the finger at me, cool, thank you, I appreciate it, you know what I mean? I, I got stuff to work on, yes, you're right, yes, that you're correct, that's something on that's an area that I'm working on on myself I hope to make some progress soon with the help of the Lord and I'm just going to continue working on me and uh, thank you for pointing out my flaws and my mistakes thank you for critiquing me thank you for you know warning me and and, and all of that cool appreciate you thank you you know uh, that's all I really can do you know what I mean because I don't want to get into getting defensive or, um, you know, getting upset, you know, hopefully the Lord will show you the areas in your life that, that you need to work on because we all got homework. That's for sure. Yeah. Another, another thing too, that I've been noticing with the enemy, with the demonic attacks is they get upset when you start catching on to their routines and you start catching on to the way that they do things. And then they, they, they increase that. So like one of the things obviously that would make my day go horribly is when it's slow and when people don't tip. So that's increased, you know what I mean? The amount of people who don't tip has increased and the, the, um, the activity, the productivity has went down a lot, you know? And it's not just with me, it's just like everybody's going through it that I work with, you know? And um, so everybody's frustrated, which leads to that that panic frenzy where people just get super greedy and they just start acting erratic because they're panicking and they, they so they, they get on edge and they, they get irritated and then they get angry and then they take it out on you. So I've been noticing that, you know, and I know the enemy's trying to get me to act that way because I fell for that a lot, you know, to where, where I would start, you know, panicking, getting erratic, getting upset, getting cranky. And, um, so now that I'm trying not to do that, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, the enemy's trying to do whatever he can to get me to do that. So that's been frustrating. But yeah, I'm just going to hold on to the promises of God. It, it is frustrating. It does get uh, nerve-wracking. Wrecking. Sorry. And, um... But I'm still trying to find other opportunities. Because I really do need some type of consistency in my life. I need some type of structure. Something that I can depend on or rely on. And this line of work just is not cutting it anymore. And I'm really blessed and tired 
of dealing with it. You know what I mean? So, I'm hoping for the rapture, obviously. That's always, like, the, the number one thing that I'm hoping for. But aside from that, I'm hoping to be blessed in that area. Because I can get that taken care of. Then I can get back to the books. I can get back to using my talents for the Lord, you know. And that's what I want to do. You know, I really would just like to be able to be in full-time ministry, you know. I run a church, run a ministry, and really get into that. Because I feel like I'm kind of at that point now where that's what I want to do. Like, full-time, I just want to work for the Lord. So, yeah, I'm definitely... I'm going to actually update my resume because I really had like a six, seven page resume and I just shortened it down to, to like one page resume. So I wasn't like, you know, I don't know, overdoing it, I guess. And, um, man. let me just pull over real quick. These kids, man, they just don't know how to drive. Seriously. I try to let people go in front of me because I know I drive slow and it's just like... I don't know. I mean, I drive slow, obviously, in certain areas. This, on brick roads, because that jacks up your suspension bad roads with a lot of potholes obviously a lot of people don't care though man I just see a mashing like just dog in their vehicles I don't I don't never get that like, why are you gonna dog such an ex expensive vehicle <clears throat> but um but yeah yeah so um yeah I don't know man I'd like to move out of Ohio for sure I really felt like it, my life has ran its course here, and I, I want to go. I want to go somewhere tropical, at least where it's just a consistent type of weather all year round, which I don't even know if that's possible anymore in the end times. Like, this world's falling apart, so it doesn't really seem like there's really going to be any place to go where there's not going to be problems, you know what I mean? But... You could hope, you know, you could dream. So I still got that. I still got hopes and dreams and goals. And uh, definitely want to, I don't know, who knows. <laughs> A lot of times even when I pray, I'm like, Holy Spirit, pray for me because, you know, it's just, I don't even know what to say anymore. But I do know sometimes when I get people in my dreams that I haven't seen in a while, I know that the Lord wants me to pray for them. So I do do that. That happened last night, so I woke up praying for one of the homies I ain't kicked it with in years, probably about a decade now, something like that. I don't know, it's been a grip. But you just started praying for him, and I've seen him a couple times, but it's been pretty spaced out. But yeah, yeah, um, I'm going to jump off here before we get to that 55-minute mark, and I do appreciate all prayers and donations I do get donations actually uh, like my cash app and 
my Venmo, which is both Etheric Travels, E-T-H-E-R-I-C-T-R-A-V-E-L-S. So I definitely get those. Um, I have gotten PayPal donations before. I don't care to ask for it. You know, it's, I'm, I really solely just rely on the Lord. You know what I mean? I just think that's the best way to, to be. I like Alexander, Alexander Pagani. He's the one that was in that come out come out in Jesus name movie documentary that they they had that just came out which was only in theaters for like 2 hours on one day which was Monday but um man he asked he does ask for a lot of seeds I was listening to his stuff and he was just like man you should sow a seed for that one right now he's like if I could if I could sow a seed for $20 I'd I'd do it right now to myself or something so I like that dude like I think he's definitely onto something but it just shows you how underappreciated and how difficult of a walk it is to be in ministry. You know what I mean? And it's tough. It's difficult. But, you know, we're called to um, pick up our cross and carry it. So no complaints. You know what I mean? It is what it is. We got to be soldiers out here, you know, for sure. But um, it is difficult. You know what I mean? Like, you you're definitely scraping by a lot. Like, I don't know. Like, Vlad from Hungry Generation, he seems like he's... People running red lights. He seems like uh, he's doing pretty good because he's got like a big, big church. But I think he was good with money before he ever got into to ministry. And I know he fasted for like 40 days one time. So, you know, his type of his blessings ain't everybody's blessings. You know what I mean? And he really is helping a lot of people. But. um, but yeah, man, I love y'all, all, all the listeners and supporters. And again, I apologize if I'm not the way certain people want me to be, if I don't respond the way that people want me to respond, if I don't say the correct things, if I don't do the, the things in, in, in your mind and your opinion, or if you feel like I'm not lining up to what a, a Christian is supposed to be or act, I'm just, I'm, I'm still trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together. I'm still working on me and it's, it's a lot of work. But I love y'all anyway. Peace. Actually, I got a quick update. So, yeah, I don't know if the homie going to come out here today because he's having issues with his vehicle, which, honestly, it's to be expected that uh, the enemy would probably try to prevent him getting baptized or his him being able to have his kids and his wife baptized. But, yeah, I just pray that uh, he goes to the local church and ha have, has them do it. You know, because they probably do that a lot. Uh, this would be my first time anyway, so maybe the Lord doesn't want me to baptize him. Who knows what's really going on? If it isn't the devil, who knows? You know, so I don't want to. I should take that back, Lord. I apologize for even saying that, but yeah. Um, just pray, pray for my for my homie, man. That you know, they do get baptized. As soon as possible. But um, I also wanted to mention that uh, if anybody needs any custom design clothing, you know, as far as like hoodies, shoes, pants, shirts, blankets, skateboards, let me know. I, I put my website right there. It's briodeluce.com, which is B R I L L O. 
D-E-L-U-Z.com. Rio de Luz.com, which is like the brightness of the light, light, bright, bright light, something like that. And uh I also wanted to say too, man, um, you know, I posted the episode with uh, Dr. Faith where she was talking about uh, vows and statements that we make, covenants and things like that. But I know it's easier said than done. And I, that's why I like iron sharpens iron because sometimes when you're in the, in the, the battle, just like when you're in a boxing fight and your ref's yelling out things to you, the ref can see things because he's on the outside, you know? Your corner, they can see things because they're on the outside, so they, they, they can know how to direct you and guide you because they see how your opponent's attacking you, you know? And um, my friend just happens to be Irish, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he was, he's actually an Irish gypsy traveler, so if you know anything about the gypsies or anything like that, and uh, so he had a hard battle, you know. He had a hard life too because he just—he really grew up in a criminal family. You know, it's almost like the mafia. To be honest with you, he pretty much grew up like in a mafia type of environment, um, where his his father and like they—they they actually got a photo album of all the, the crimes that they committed. So. Um, I remember seeing that as a kid, you know, hanging out with them. Like, they would show me this. This was like, this was like showing somebody else the achievements that that their son or daughter made. Like, yeah, he graduated with honors. He went to Harvard and, you know, he was in, he was a Navy SEAL sniper and became a doctor and ordained priest. And, you know what I mean? It was kind of like that, you know. It was like a photo album of, of his family's accomplishments, but they were all schemes and scams and cons and it's all criminal stuff I think one of the biggest things in his family was how they scammed Disney World and that was on the news and a lot all the stuff a lot of the things that his family did made the news you know what I mean so he's you know he actually got a pretty notorious uh, background you know what I mean so it's really tough for him to come out of that environment now you know, 44 years old, he's trying to come out of that lifestyle. It's extremely difficult for him, you know, so please just offer up prayers to him. Um, yeah, just the Burke family, you know, the Burke family. And uh, there's a lot of Irish gypsy travelers. Like, they even had a documentary done on them uh, by TLC. So it's not like, uh, you know, it's not like I'm putting his... his his information out there, you know, he, he's already been out there, you know, his, even his wife was on Jerry Springer, I just found that out yesterday, you know, she's not happy about it though, she's ashamed of it, you know, so the documentary for him was more, more or less about him, his rap, his rap career, stuff like that, because he raps, makes music, but... Yeah, I mean, his whole family, they're just criminals, you know? And uh, he just grew up in a criminal environment, criminal lifestyle. And it's just, it's really difficult for him, you know? So, I, ch I try to have, like, a lot of compassion and patience when uh, I try to minister to him. Because, you know, the spirits, they've been controlling him for most of his life. 
and he's just now starting to connect the dots and put it together so even when I was talking to him for like three hours yesterday um, I couldn't get a word in you know what I mean because he talks really fast and he talks over you and if you try to say something he'll talk faster and louder to make sure that he controls the conversation that he's that he's controlling it you know that he's dictating it and uh, you know it's really it's really like a miracle sometimes that I'm able to speak to him and him not speak because he's he's just been on a run he, he's just that's you know when you I don't want to say when you're setting your ways but when you've been a certain way for so long it's hard to change that it re it's really difficult you know and uh, he was even telling me the pastor at the church he went to was telling him that you know, he promises that he'll be a changed man in like six months, you know, but he definitely needs to, to go hard at it and really take it serious to be successful. And, um, and that's like, I just kept telling him like, man, Jesus came for us, man. He came for the sinners, bro. You know what I mean? Like he, he says it in the Bible that he didn't come for the righteous. He came for the sinners. You know what I mean? Like he came for us. Like he really is focused on, on us, you know, and, and helping us. To, to obtain salvation, you know? So, that's what I was trying to um, basically tell him and, and inspire and encourage him with. So, yeah, just if you could offer up prayers for him, that would be much appreciated. I don't know what they're doing with my job, but it's crazy. But yeah, um, yeah, I think he's canceling on me because he told me that he, he he doesn't think he can make it out here. So I don't think he's coming, which means I could keep working, which I, I need to pay my bills. So that, that helps me a lot, honestly. And um, just pray for him. I'm, I'm hoping that he's not. Cause he was supposed to get some money today. That's why he was gonna come out here and pick up some money. And I'm just hoping that he doesn't use it for the wrong things. You know what I mean? I don't think he will. But um, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, just pray for him because he does battle a lot, and he does he battles a lot with backsliding and and those types of things. So. Just pray that, you know, he's able to overcome those things today and, and not get caught up, you know, backsliding again. But, um, but yeah, I just wanted to add that. So um, I know sometimes people, you know, they want to donate and stuff like that, and that's cool. I definitely appreciate it if anybody does want to. Um, uh, but, you know, honestly, I've always been somebody that likes to work, you know, so I'd rather design a really dope, uh, really righteous Christian hoodie, you know, for you, or a Christian jacket, windbreaker, some shoes, something like that, and co-design it for you, you know what I mean? Or, like, if you got any pictures or something like that, you know, I'd, I'd rather do that, and then you could just order it off the website, and, um, and then I could have it up there as an example, you know what I mean? And then, um, 
I think I could put a blog on there, so I might just start doing that and start like posting blogs of people wearing the hoodies and stuff like that. I'm actually going to hit my cousin up and, and have him send me pictures because he he modeled he modeled them. I guess I mean he wore them or whatever. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna jump off here, or whatever. But the websites in 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 this episode, if uh, you want me to design something for you, be dope be righteous still working on me but uh but yeah i love y'all peace